Hey guys, so hope everybody's well and um, this is the day before Rotterdam Marathon. So I'm obviously in the Netherlands, I'm in Rotterdam. Um, I traveled Friday, so Friday was quite a relaxed day. I just had a um, five mile run and then I had... Um, like some breakfast and I actually went to a coffee shop and had um actually I went decaf which I I don't ever do it's it's really funny because the, the guy that owns the coffee shop he he wasn't serving me and then he he came up and asked me like he obviously heard the order and then came up and asked me why I was having decaf um but I guess to answer that question, I don't, I don't like cut caffeine out or anything like that. But I guess I I do tend to have maybe like some days three, four coffees a day, and I don't I don't mind when it's not close to a race because you know if if my sleep's a little bit impacted or um I feel a little bit like like nervous or you know caffeine has a little bit of a hit on you so i don't mind when it's um not close to like a race or anything like that but then i guess as you get closer to the race then you you don't really want um you you don't really want that like you know that jittery or like nervous feeling i suppose you could say you kind of want to you know, just feel good, and um, I, I think like it helps hydration and stuff to um, not be overloading the caffeine, and um, so yeah, it was just a little, little tiny, tiny decision made um, to hopefully feel a bit better. So that was Friday. Um, I I did have instead of three or four coffees, I did have two um, because I went and got a coffee on the way to the train um i i was flying from london city and so um you get the train from teddington to london waterloo um and then when you get to london waterloo um it's it's actually not that far you jump on the it's called the jubilee um and once you're on the jubilee which is the um i guess the underground in in london um if anyone has been to london and you know, enjoyed London in its glory. I'm just trying to fuck about with my monitor here, but it's very upsetting. So I'm going to put the Man United game on, and it's going to be noisy. Um, but yeah, so look, not not really lots going on today either. Um, it's you know we're we're one day out from the race, and you're look, you're you're really not doing anything. If you've raced a marathon before, then you understand how how this day can feel and um you know sometimes how it can go you you can find yourself a bit stressed a bit nervous um but that's all i i sort of wanted in a way to do a podcast to sort of go through those little bits like a lot of people a lot of people when you talk about like maybe getting nervous or or stressed or any any sort of feelings related to that you know it could be anxiety it it could be 
any number of things, right? So stress and, and nerves, anxiety, and negative thoughts. It's, it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the process. But specifically in the last probably week and, and certainly in those last three, three days, it's, it's, it's kind of when you've, you've got to, uh, you've got to a point of the buildup where you should be capable of, of racing the marathon pretty much any day now. And, and so you're in this, like, just a waiting phase, you know, your, your, your body should be ready to go. Your, your mind should know exactly what it needs to do. It should know, you know, how it's going to feel, you know, how you're going to execute what you need to do. Is there going to be temptations to go too quick? Is there, you know, is there going to be a part of the race where it's going to get tough and you know that, okay, now I need to switch on and, and you should, you should be in that place really, you know, like yesterday, you know, maybe even the day before. And so part of the challenge then is, is this waiting (laughs) and not only, you know, are you, are you waiting for, you know, 10 AM Sunday morning, which is race time for me. Um, you're, you're, you're kind of waiting for maybe something to go wrong, maybe like a, a sore throat, you know, maybe part of your body not feeling as good. And, and so, it's but it's all part of it's all part of the experience it's all it's all part of the build-up you know being able to there's a lot of people probably could race a really good marathon three days before the marathon and and by the time they you know they get to race morning or by the time they get to the gun going off they're you know a absolute nervous wreck and they've they've sort of hindered their chances of having you know a, a really good marathon of course you haven't hindered it totally but but actually you don't you probably don't really know that you're doing it and you probably don't really know that perhaps 48 hours before you you likely could have ran a better marathon if for whatever reason the organizer said oh guys you know you've you've two hours to get yourself to rotterdam and and race this marathon and you lived fairly local, you, you, you'd probably surprise yourself because you're, you're kind of already there. You're already ready. Um, and what tends to happen, like I say, in those last 48 hours is you, you really tend to like mind fuck yourself a little bit. And that's probably when you feel at your, your, your lowest point, you know, it's, it's, it's easy two weeks ago on the podcast or on Twitter or things like this. It's, it's easy to talk about personal bests. It's, it's easy after your last few sessions to feel like you're buzzing and, and get all excited. It's a lot harder in the final 48 to 24 hours to, to feel that, to feel that buzz and that excitement because your body's, you know, it's fucking shiting itself. (laughs) And that's kind of cool. Um, but it, yeah it's just it's one of those things it's the confidence is an interesting one because like i say when you when you finish a for me personally like maybe a track session or you know maybe a seven mile tempo in the park and you know you you run the last lap at a at a certain speed and you get all excited it's it's easy seven days ago to to feel that confidence and feel that excitement but as you get into that last 48 to 72 hours it's 
it's when you really start to feel the pressure of of exactly what it what it means and what it takes to race a really good marathon um and that's that's a respect there has to be an element of respect and so everything you've done in training is just training um it doesn't really matter it it matters in terms of helping your preparation but it doesn't it doesn't prove anything until the gun goes and you know you you cross the finish line either in a time that you thought you were capable of doing or or not and so look on a really positive i've i've had a really really good experience so far travel was was super smooth um my final run this morning you know it's it's what every athlete probably dreams of you know no pain body feeling good legs feeling good um i did a few strides they felt good the muscles don't they don't feel tight they don't feel <clears throat> it's it's honestly what you yeah it's what you what you dream of really no no injuries no concerns just plain and simply you you just want a fair a fair shot and so far i've looked at the weather and it like i <laughs> you fucking you're hearing me laughing every time i look at this fucking weather i'm like i smile so much i'm like oh my god like finally finally some fucking good weather um and i've waited a long time marathon kind of sucks because you you plan it'd be dead easy if like you know you you plan to race a marathon the week before and you know if the weather looks shitty you just fucking wouldn't go um but yeah you plan like three four months out and fucking pray with a week to go that the weather forecast just that it's kind to you but you know it's looking like it's going to be a nice temperature um the wind at the minute i think says between five to ten miles per hour which i mean i'll i'll fucking take five to ten miles per hour all day long like every marathon i've done every every personal best that i've ran has been between 10 to 15 even dublin when when i thought the weather was brilliant it was still like 12 miles per hour and and i did think that was brilliant and then london was like 15 and then the likes of houston you know it's been 15 to 20 so that's cool as fuck um i'm told I, I don't know for sure yet because there's a technical meeting tonight but um there's a there's supposed to be a a good group um uh, with a with a few pacemakers um trying to run i think close to 209 so like 209 10 maybe something like that um 209 10 209 20 oh everton has scored sorry about that for united um so yeah 209 the the 209 20 somewhere in that range i i i think i'll use the group i mean i i had a plan and, and the plan was to you know work off of probably like heart rate stroke effort um and and it would be it'll be really helpful having a having a group um close close to hopefully what my heart rate will produce so when the gun goes i i'll i'll work my way into the race and so i'm not 
I'm not basically going to just when when I did London Marathon in 2020, when the gun went, my only my only intent was to get straight into the group, get into the group, get into your running, perfect, right? But because lo- London was very different, London was a it was a free shot. It when you ever watch a rugby match and the referee says there's a penalty advantage and the next couple of plays you get to do whatever the fuck you want it doesn't matter there's no cost and that was london london there was no cost there was no penalty to going too quick there was no repercussions the olympics was already good to go you know it not necessarily like guaranteed selection or anything like that but and there was still a year that you could go again you know that this was October twenty twenty twenty. You still had Houston in January, Seville, uh, London. You know, or sorry, not London because they moved it. But there, look, there was there was opportunities. There was there was races. So it was a kind of a free shot. Rotterdam's not like that. Rotterdam looks like it's going to be a better opportunity because of weather and like pace group. The pace group looks like it's going to be. I mean, you're going to find out really quickly if you can break the Irish national record. It's that simple. You know, the gun's going to go. There's going to be, I think, a group of 10 guys running at the Irish national record pace. And you can you can either keep up or you can't. It's, it's kind of funny how simple that kind of is. Um, and so the, the idea for me is to work my way into that group i'm not necessarily sure how quickly that'll happen it might happen straight away because you know i feel good and and heart rate's in a good place and body and mind etc etc it might take a couple of mile if if the gun goes and i'm running my own race i i love the fact that there is a group of guys there to to help but I'm not going to get sucked into anybody else's race. Um, you know, I'm 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 really going to try to run the the best marathon that I I'm capable of running right now. And when I when I looked over previous results and and things like that, if I if I keep the effort and the you know I I know I've used heart rate quite a bit in the past, but if I keep the effort and and so that's directly linked to heart rate. If I keep that in a good place in the first 12 to 16 miles i've i've always been capable of finishing a marathon off very strong either either at at the very least maintaining pace or often more often than not sorry i've actually been able to you know pick the pace up and so it's going to be a it's it's I was gonna. I was about to say it's going to be a cagey race, but it's actually not going to be a cagey race because, like, the heart rate that I'm going to run at is is right on the limit of what I can handle. So, I'm by no means taking it easy. I'm I'm running by using the heart rate. I'm going to run at the exact roughly bar at two or three beats or one or two beats probably. I'm going to run at exactly the sort of rhythm that I know I should be capable of handling the marathon. And so you might find 
any given day of the week. That could be between four. Personally, I think it's going to be between four fifty-five per mile and five o two. I can't tell you which one of those it'll be, um, and that's that's probably the exciting part. That's the like, if you remember before Larn half marathon, I I was very confident and very sure of the training I had done, and I think I predicted for sure that I would run sixty-two minutes, sixty-two something. I didn't really know at the time what how my I knew my fitness was really good, but I didn't necessarily know how good. And then the gun goes and I'm just like, Holy fuck, this is class and I'm running at like four forty pace and I'm I'm feeling amazing. So you don't always know for sure. Um I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm I'm confident for sure. Like I, I I'm very relaxed, which tells me I'm, I'm, I'm sure of my preparation, which means I, I don't, I believe you earn confidence. So I, I believe when you, I'm going to give you an example of my, my preparation. So I, I arrived in Rotterdam. Um, I made sure when I got, when I got sent the hotel details, you know, a while back and the, you know, the meat sends over the hotel details and, um with covid you for a while you've been getting your own room at marathons and you know the that was obviously an advantage for covid of course but one of the other advantages is you just you you know your own schedule and your own routine and perhaps when you'd like to relax a bit perhaps when you'd like to nap um i you know it sounds silly but i like to just sit around like literally either completely naked or in my boxers just how i am you know i it's just how i operate um you can't really do that with a roommate so when i got sent the hotel the hotel has a free cancellation policy and so i decided to you know book my own room so that when i get to the race if you're sharing i i then have the option of my own room if they give you your own room well then of course you you can you don't you can cancel like your booking essentially um and so of course i got here and 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 i was sharing and not only was i sharing but um i noticed that the person i was sharing with their flight didn't get in until late and so it's just an instant red flag and when i talk about preparation these are the these are the little details ever since i watched the team sky documentary called marginal gains you know these these are the little details like you i don't i wonder how many athletes have you know worked their ass off for three four months and and you know in the final 48 hours can't relax in the hotel room because they're they're not used to sharing and and then all of a sudden they're they're sharing and and maybe the person you're you're sharing with doesn't sleep or snores or you know really annoys you or like you're 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 leaving your faith up to something that you could have took control over but you know you chose not to take control over so it's kind of out of your hands it's it's completely out of your hands how you know this person behaves in the room you know they they could fucking be doing yoga naked while you're trying to think about going to sleep and like what do you do about that you just have to deal with it and so 
<clears throat> I'm really happy with how the preparation went. I, I think I covered it. It actually turns out I was chatting this morning and it turns out the person I was supposed to share with actually lost their bag, their luggage. And so they didn't actually get to the hotel until I think gone midnight. And oh my God, I'd have, I'd have died. Like it would, that would really kill me. Like that's the, that's the only sleep that you kind of, you get a good sleep because obviously tonight you're a bit more stressed and a bit more on edge, et cetera, et cetera. So fucking hell, I'd have, I'd have died. Like, but yeah, the, the preparation as a whole was 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 really good and it tells you that if you get what what that means is if you get the if if you've done the gym stuff and you've got good physio in the build up and you're healthy and you've done enough training it tells you that if you if you get the intensity right and you run at the right speed stroke intensity you should be okay and and that should probably moves from a probably moves from like a four out of ten to a a seven and a half eight out of ten in terms of your 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 success rate you know your your chance of success stroke failure if you if you if you've been skipping your gym stuff if you've overtrained if you've undertrained well, then your success rate is obviously going to change, uh, maybe a five or six out of 10. I think it's very difficult to ever give the marathon a 10 out of 10, because again, if you're listening and you've raced a marathon, you'll understand things pop up and um, cramping. Cramping can be helped by like hydration in the days before. Like, are you working on your hydration in the days before? You know, you're, you're carbo-loading, do you know that when you're carbo-loading, your body needs to absorb more water? Um, I think it's three or four grams of water or something per carbohydrate, something like that. So that's why you kind of put on weight because it's water weight. But so there's a lot of there's a lot of symptoms that can come in the final six or eight miles, but a lot of those symptoms you actually you actually are in control of, and that's why you can be a lot better prepared for a marathon than you think. You know, if you, if you know in the past you've, you've got tight calves, tight hamstrings, tight quads, well, did you put time, did you put time in during the buildup to strengthen these areas? Did you put time in the buildup to make sure these areas weren't tight on the start line, you know, before you even started the race? So there is a lot of, shit basically that you can you know take control of and and then do your ambitions meet you know your your fitness uh, there's a there's two groups i think tomorrow i'm told 62 minutes and then 64 uh maybe like 45 something like that 64 20 64 30 at the fastest i think um so what what would my what would my chance what would my success rate be if I went with the sixty two minute group you know you know what i mean you, you you can see if your fitness doesn't match your ambition well your your chances of success goes down drastically you know i I'm not ready to go through halfway in sixty two minutes my none of my training in bushy park 
none of my training at Victoria Park, my testing with Ricky on the track, nothing suggested I could go at 62 minute pace. And so chance of success perhaps goes down to one out of 10. And, you know, that is not being fucking negative. That's being very realistic and paying attention to, you know, your preparation. So that's another factor, you know, ambition and, um, but look, I think it's going to be a, a really great day. I, I, I just want to be careful with my use of language and, and not, not start disrespecting like my performance at London. You know, when I ran 209, 48 or 49, I, guys, fuck me. I just came down a mountain training with the best athletes in the world, working my ass off. I, I don't want to discredit or, um, you know, disrespect anything I did back then or what other athletes have been capable of, you know, John Treacy. I don't want to start shooting my trumpet saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But if I didn't believe, I believed that a week or two ago when I was in a bit more of an easily excitable headspace <laughs> and I finished sessions and I thought, I fucking want that record. Um and and yeah, I have to say when I did my run on Friday, it it I kind of finished the run and I kind of thought, yeah, do you know what? I I think I do want that record. I think I want it to be, you know, I I, I don't want this like I ran the fastest on a legal course or anything like this. I I, I don't want there to be an asterisk. So I want I want that idea that that idea. Sorry of you know unified like outright just no complications, just faster, no like, so that, I think it's 209, 25 maybe, something like that, and so, you know, if I, I think I, I think I do believe I can do it, but running has also surprised me a lot in the last year, and there's been, there's been moments in the last year when I thought I was capable of something that I, I just clearly wasn't, and so, that's what you have to be careful of that's a year ago if i said i was going to do something people would believe me whereas it's kind of got now that geez i don't know whether to believe myself and that's that's something that i'll I'll obviously work on tomorrow 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 is an opportunity to get things going back in a positive direction i'm a i'm just a different athlete that the athlete that went to competitions the olympics boston just an unhappy athlete where i'm i'm really happy to be here i'm really happy to mingle and chat at lunch and and speak to other athletes and you know it's just a different a completely different headspace and a completely different athlete and so maybe maybe why i couldn't predict results in 2021 is you know it's just because i wasn't in a great headspace and you you need body you know, fully healthy or very close to it. Um, your fitness needs to be very good, well prepared. You know, eight nine out of ten in terms of preparation. But it, but I think even if your body and your fitness are, let's say they're even a seven and an eight out of ten, but your mind is a what a two out of ten, three out of ten. You know, it's it's really hard for those for the body and the fitness to carry you. There's only so much they can do. You know, even if your body's an eight out of 10, 
and your fitness is an 8 out of 10, you know they're 16 out of 20. And then then you add in the mind, and we're, we're talking a score out of 30 here. And then if, you're, you know, if your brain's only a 3 out of 10, which, fuck, I don't think I was much more than that. I was really suffering. And, and all of a sudden you're an 18 stroke 19 out of 30. And I think that just, that was pulling me down. But now all of a sudden, I I would give the mind seven or eight. You you guys, it, <laughs> you wouldn't. I'm talking to myself. I'm laughing. I'm I'm walking around just like I was just walking to the fucking coffee shop on Friday, and I just started laughing. And I was like, oh, I was just so excited. And I, I haven't felt that in so long, where I was just so fucking excited to get on that start line and like, just like a kid on Christmas, you know wondering what presents Santa brought him. I just, I'm just so curious where this fitness is. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I I kind of know because of the stuff I've done in the park and, and, and obviously the testing with Ricky. But, like, I'm telling you, when you have a good feeling and the gun goes, God, I could be sitting in that group at Irish record pace just licking my lips. But I'm actually open. I'm open to the idea that it won't be that straightforward. I'm okay with that because in the last month, I've fucking worked. I've put in work. I've put in work on the track. I've put in work in the park. I've been tired and I've kept going, you know. And then I fucking sat for four and a half hours getting a fucking tattoo. I don't know that it can be worse than that. I I just don't see how. That's constant. That's four hours of, yeah, just fucking slice away there, mate. Yep, crack on. Yep, go again. Dab in again. No worries. Yep, yep, fine. Oh no, I'd I'd love you to slice the arm again. That's what that is for four and a half hours. And so like can't hurt me, you know. Sunday can't hurt me. I'm I'm I can do it. It can get really hard, that's fine. I can get negative upstairs, that's fine. Fuck me, we've been there before. We'll deal with it. And and so there's a genuine excitement, a real I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um and and I'm okay with with whatever happens. Uh, this this build up, it was it didn't feel like sacrifices. It just felt like I was living the life that I I wanted to live anyway. I I like going to bed early, you know. I I, I liked for the last month cutting out, you know, the sweets and the chocolate, and I was still allowed to eat whatever food I wanted to, as much as it as I wanted to, but. But I like that. I think even if I didn't run competitively, I would challenge myself to do things like that, to show myself that I can do that, to show myself that I can be disciplined. And there was just a really good balance, you know. I went to a comedy club and I had, I think, three Guinness. That's fine. I I don't think that hurts life or running, you know. And, And so there was this balance that means... It's okay if tomorrow doesn't, if I don't set the world on fire. Because, you know, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't give up me as a person. I didn't give up my personality. I didn't, I think in the past of, of, I've given something up. I've given up parts of me that, that then it upsets me if, if the races don't go well. Because I think you've, you've, you've given up half of your identity. Some of my identity is, that guy that has two or three pints in him and is being funny in the pub and, and having a laugh and 
and and being that guy and and when I go too long five months six months and I'm not being that guy it 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 just impacts me it's fine it's fine as the race results are going in a good direction and a positive direction and don't get me wrong it's cool it's a good feeling but you're 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 on a slippery slope that if that if something doesn't quite fall for you or result doesn't quite fall for you there can be a lot of unhappiness at the other side and so look i'm i'm prepared you know i'm okay i hope <laughs> um fuck you know we'll find out soon enough it's it's literally less than i think in 24 hours i'm i'll be finished all right wee while so look we're what are we at two o'clock it looks like i'm starting in fuck it's 220 so um i'm starting in 20 hours time that's incredible but look everything's went smoothly i'm I'm working on the hydration for the rest of today just relaxing i'm, I'm, I'm watching man united here well kind of watching it because the internet's not very good um and yeah less caffeine today just one coffee I wake up tomorrow morning, probably about seven thirty. I'll have a cold shower. That's fucking just getting in the zone. Sometimes, sometimes I'll go have my coffee first, and then I'll get in the cold shower. It's just fucking prep for it a wee bit, you know what I mean? Um, and then I'll jump in the cold shower, and then I take a coffee to go, just a shot, and then one hour before the race, boom, have a shot of coffee, and then at about five to ten, I'll have my you know a, a goo energy gel which is which is basically what i've been practicing for the last month you know I, I told you guys about the whole no breakfast and five minutes before just both gel um and then fucking showtime you know that's when that's when shit gets serious and um yeah go fucking see what all this hard work what this hard work's about see if i still got it um but yeah look I'm I'm trying to be open minded the one one race doesn't define you and I have to say on that note if it doesn't go well if it doesn't go as well as I'd like I'm just going to race another one like like I'm talking like in a couple of weeks time like you know I, whether it would be Prague or I know there's Vienna or sometimes we don't always get it right in the first one and then because somebody made this rule, I want you all to listen here. Somebody made a rule once upon a fucking time that you're only allowed to run one marathon every five months. And if you fucking do more, you're a lunatic. Fuck off. It's bollocks. You know, run your marathon. <clears throat> What's a marathon? 26 miles. So it's the equivalent to probably two pretty good weeks training. If you think about it, if you do, if you train, if you do a session three times a week, four times a mile, two times two mile, and a tempo, right? That's 12 mile, 12 to 15 mile a week of quality, and you've run 26 of quality. You've pretty much got two weeks where you don't have to stress that much about really having to do that much. And so if you can, if you can recover for like, a week and your body can be starting to feel good and you can do probably seven to ten days later you can do three times a mile a bit slower than race pace race pace 
a little bit quicker than race pace. You know, and if the body feels okay, I did a, I did a five mile tempo. Five days after Boston, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think day five. I I don't feel like it did me any harm. There's there's probably. I was going to do Rotterdam, which was two weeks after Boston, and then I just realised there's no point doing Rotterdam because I'm not fit. The problem, the problem wasn't like I think I blamed drinks or something that day. It was fitness. It was it was only fitness, um, and so the fitness wasn't there. You know, I do a five mile tempo in in Victoria Park, and I think I'm right around five minutes, whereas the same five mile tempo now I'm I'm probably at four forty five pace. So the fitness just wasn't it wasn't there. And you can't even when you recover, you can't fucking fabricate that. And so look, I'm gonna change my my marathon career to I'm gonna drop all this bullshit of you know, oh you can only do one every four months. If I wanna do one every month or one every two months well that's what i'll fucking do you know dude who says you can't do more who says you personally cannot do more understand that you know and and the problem with like one every fucking four months is if you get a bit of a cold if you get a bit of a an injury if the weather isn't good you feel like you've wasted four months of your life and you fucking have whereas if you'd already knocked one out two months before or six weeks before at least you got something for your hard work and so look i'm not going to start encouraging too much like more 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 but what i would encourage is to just do what you fucking want to do christ you know the word really is too short to be fucking doing what everybody else wants you to do or so you know you want to do another marathon a week later fucking go do another marathon a week later what's the big deal but that's all I'm. That's all I'll say there. So if it doesn't go well, that's fine. I fucking knock another one out in a couple of weeks' time. We all we all know if anyone has seen bits and pieces of my training, we all know there's good fitness there. So it's it's just whether or not you can show it on the day. But it's not really pass or feel because there, there's always another one. That's the that's the cool thing about running. There's always another one. The 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 bad thing is when you let it just fuck with your psychology a bit and 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 that's you know even then if there is another one if it's fuck with your psychology a bit it's hard you know that's what makes it difficult but if you can be open-minded that you know there is another one and, and there will be another opportunity i think one of the biggest problems like i said is that if rotterdam doesn't go well for example usually you're thinking oh my god like the next one isn't until like fuck me it could be september october all the rest of it but if you know that you can fucking bang another one out in three or four weeks' time, it's just not that deep. It's not that big a deal. It just is what it is, you know? And and that's I want my career to change a bit where I just fucking knock them out of the <laughs> I just bang out a wee two ten, left, right and centre. January boop two ten. <laughs> February boop two nine. <laughs> Why not? Just fucking do what you want. That's life, you know what I mean? Um but listen, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going back to try and fucking play with the internet here. See if I can nearly get to watch some of this game and just relax a wee bit. And 
have a wee drink of water and um, I might have a wee snooze and all sorts. But now, nah, look, I, I I appreciate all the support. I I deleted social media there for a few days, so I don't have Twitter or Instagram. Obviously, just deleted the apps. Obviously, didn't delete social media, but I just wanted a little, yeah, just a little bit of me time, just a little, just getting the right place for me and um. So yeah, I, I, there'll be no posting or um. I won't see any any good locks or anything like that. But, you know, it doesn't mean that um, I don't feel that I know people care and people want to see um, maybe a, a, a decent wee result. Eh? All right, guys. Um, appreciate everything. Have a good day. Bye-bye.